The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 15th of May. In your Squiz today, how the US-China trade war may play out in Australia, Bell Gibson, update your WhatsApp, and an election-themed three-minute squeeze. This is your Squeeze Today. Tensions between the world's two biggest economic superpowers has caused markets to dip, Claire. We're talking US and China, with US $1.4 trillion worth of value wiped off Wall Street on Monday. So this is about the trade war and its ongoing um, nature. Donald Trump imposed new tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports and potentially there's more to come. China retaliated yesterday, even though uh, Trump warned them not to and uh, hike tariffs on about $60 billion worth of American imports. And, yeah, it's uh, certainly one that is hitting not just the American or the Chinese markets but markets around the world. Yeah, how is it affecting us down, down under? Well, our dollar uh, dipped yesterday to a three-year low. It's now worth 69.5 US cents, which isn't too bad if you're an exporter because, of course, it makes our terms of trade more attractive, but not so great if you're into internet shopping. But Mm. yeah, for our exporters, probably it's more about the long-term issue. And Ross Greenwood from Channel 9 last night had a really excellent piece talking about, look, what happens is in any agreement, it's likely that the US will get more access to China and vice versa. And that could crowd out some of our exports, particularly things like beef and lamb and wine. So that might not be such a great outcome for us in the longer term. Of course, we've got an election here. Everyone's off to vote on Saturday. I love the line out of the Squiz Today email, Claire. If you see a leader of one or two of the major political parties whizzing past you in the next couple of days, don't be surprised. (laughs) They're out and about. They really are. We haven't seen a lot of new significant policies or funding announcements in the last couple of days, but uh, what we are seeing is the leaders doubling down on their key messages and I guess as evidence that there's no sort of big pieces of news uh, filling that news vacuum. Uh, One of the major issues yesterday was whether Um, the leaders think gay people will go to hell. And that, of course, comes off the back of the Israel Folau and Rugby Australia saga and a question that the leaders thought needed to be answered of each other. We'll take a look at all that in a lot more detail in our Squeeze the Election podcast out on Friday. Belle Gibson is the former wellness blogger who shot to fame after claiming she cured her terminal cancer with healthy eating and natural therapies, but it was revealed back in 2015 that that was all a hoax. She'd never had cancer. She's missed a number of court appearances, but yesterday, Claire, she showed up. She's been pursued by the consumer body in Victoria for fines relating to payments that she didn't make. Um, she committed all sorts of payments to charities and to um, mm. specific cases of people who also had cancer, but that money was never paid. So they pursued her over that and she owes uh, $410,000 worth of fines. Those fines have never been paid and now she's back in court with that consumer body pursuing her for that. 
Sad news this morning as it looks like the body of Lorgi Bortista, the woman who went bushwalking seven days ago at Bluff Knoll in Western Australia's Stirling Ranges has been found, Claire. Yeah, the ABC is reporting that a body was found at the bottom of a very steep um, incline uh, off the public tracks. So uh, yet to be confirmed, but that certainly doesn't sound good. Yesterday, US actress Felicity Huffman pleaded guilty to fraudulently conspiring to win a college place for her daughter. This has been a big story in the US. So this is off the back of a major story in the US where a number of very wealthy and prominent people um, paid an agent um, to really fix their kids' entrance into some of the best universities in the United States. She was very tearful, Felicity Huffman, in court yesterday, and she wanted to reiterate that her daughter had no knowledge that she was doing any of that. What now? Uh, It looks like she will be facing a a prison term of somewhere between four and ten months, and she'll be sentenced in September. And Felicity Huffman, if for those people who don't immediately recognise celebrities by their name, she's from Desperate Housewives. That's probably her most famous role. Yeah, she was Oscar nominated as well for a movie role. And yeah, she's been someone who's been quite significant on the entertainment circuit there. An owner of Alibaba, Jack Ma, made headlines recently for suggesting workers should adhere to the 996 work schedule. That's working 9am to 9pm, six days a week. His latest suggestion is a new KPI for newlyweds, the 669. It's not it's not work-related, Claire, and if you want to know, I think, more, maybe jump into the Squeeze Today email. It might be best. It might be best. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, and we, I mean, there's so much that's weird about this story, but the, the fact that they had a mass wedding of um, Alibaba employees that he attended and then he was giving them marital advice is quite an unusual one. Yeah. Some advice you might want to take, though, is from Facebook to update your WhatsApp. They've identified a hacking loophole and they've patched it up. There's lots of accusations flying back and forth as to who might be responsible for this hack, but uh, where it's landed is that uh, there was a, a gap in the security of WhatsApp where a call could be placed uh, and that would allow uh, the installation of surveillance software. So they don't think it's very widespread. Mm. They think the um, people who have been targeted have been targeted for a specific reason. But what's come out of it all anyway is another reminder to keep your apps updated, keep your phone operating system updated and any software that you're using because these security updates are released all the time. And you say in the email that if you're under 35, you should know who James Charles is, Claire. I've let my generation down once again. No idea who he is. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I'm so uncool. Who is he and what's the story? (laughs) Okay, so James Charles is one of these YouTube stars. He's into makeup. He was the first male spokesman for CoverGirl. Um, He's an A-lister when it comes to the celebrity circuit in the US. He, For example, he was at the Met Gala. Uh, Anyway, long story short, he's had a blow up with his mentor who was also a YouTube makeup star and she, um, her name is um, Taddy Westbrook, uh, went on YouTube on the weekend and basically posted this breakup video about um, how she's no longer going to be friends with Charles and it all comes down to a commercial deal. 40 million people watched that video? Yeah, 
all sounds very convoluted, but uh, it's a it's a big deal over there at the moment. Um, and James Charles has shared about two million subscribers just in three days. Um, and to give you some context, forty million views of that video that Westbrook posted. But you know, compare that to almost twenty million people who watched the premiere um, episode of Game of Thrones and you get a sense of why it's such a big deal. Yeah, the number of people that that watch and follow this stuff. So he has 16 million YouTube subscribers, but that's dropping rapidly because of this blow up. Wow. That's right. It's a whole other world. Gotcha. Yeah, it sure is. A whole other world that, you know, tens of millions of people know all about (laughs) and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) And our three-minute squiz today is with Stephanie Peatling, who's the Deputy Editor of the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age in the Press Gallery in Canberra. It's a good week to uh, get someone political in there because we do have an election, of course, on Saturday. Um, The subject line, Claire. Well, relating to Steph, I'm hooked on a feeling. Um, She has all sorts of feelings about how excited she is about the election. So it is a bit of an adrenaline addiction politics when you're right in the middle of it. So, yeah, I thought that was appropriate for her. And open the email every day this week and you'll go in the draw to win our very own Squeeze Mixed six-pack of wine from the Wine Collective. If you just want to buy it, um, you can do that as well. I'll put a link to that in your episode notes. Thanks to the Wine Collective for pulling that together for us. Have a great Wednesday and we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.